Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Wir gerne sehen in was ist los. It's dein Freundo, Seth. I'm learning German. Yeah, in case you didn't know what that was. That is me trying to impress you with the little German that I know. Right now, I am actually learning German. I took it in high school. I goofed off the entire time. I did some other language learning apps. They taught me things like where the taxi stand is and how to find a bus, um, but not a lot of conversational uh German. Thankfully, that's what Babbel is all about. Babbel teaches you language conversationally, which let's face it, that is what you want to know anyway. I don't know. When I was in school, you learned like how to count. You learned like the colors. You learned the shapes. Those are all important things, but they don't help you when you're in uh, like Cologne, Germany with Ein Nierenstein, which by the way is German for kidney stone, uh, an experience I can unfortunately speak personally to. But I've been using Babbel to learn to speak German again, uh, better than I have before. I actually really like it because it is conversational. It's a little bit more relaxed. One of the things that it does that I really like is it'll sometimes show you what the literal English translation is. And I don't know why, but I find that very helpful in sort of understanding the structure, the grammar of a language and sort of putting myself into that mind space. Since I'm only in Germany for Gamescom, which is like a week, week and a half, I'm not immersed in the German language. I'm not immersed in German culture. So what I do is the second best thing. I'm taking Babbel. Hopefully this year when I go to Germany, I'll be able to impress all the Germans with how much German I know from learning through Babbel. The app has pronunciation recognition, so you'll be able to learn how to speak better with your accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said Apfelstrudel and not Apfelstrudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners because you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babbel.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode of Nintendo Voice Chat is brought to you by Gamefly. Listen! Welcome to Nintendo Voice Chat episode 373, <laughs> Nintendo News Overload. The stuff we'll have on the show for you today, you are not going to believe. No, we will talk about the Nintendo Direct from a few days ago, but also your questions answered. And we've got Casey on board today to talk about Monster Hunter Stories by popular request. Before we get to that, I want to introduce our wonderful panel. We have Casey DeFreitas. Hello. We've got Brian Altano. Hola. And we have Zachary Ryan. Konnichiwa. Let's get right into it. Uh, there, there's panel. been, yeah, there's been, uh, no rest for the wicked this week. So many news announcements. But if you've been, uh, following Nintendo Voice Chat, you know that we upload one episode a week, except for last week. So if all you did was listen to the, the most recent episode or watch the most recent episode, go back because there are two episodes. There was one dedicated to, uh, you know, the news at large. And, uh, we also uploaded the panel from PAX, which we mm -hmm. talked about a little bit in the last episode as well. So be sure to check out, uh, check that out. I, uh, think most of us had a great time at that, that panel. That bloodbath. Some did not. I had a great time at that panel. That was yeah. amazing. But feedback's been really awesome. It's out in audio and video format. Yeah. But, oh my God. The Nintendo Direct. Yeah. Well, it's like the craziest Direct that I've seen yeah. maybe ever. Like It was just chock full of announcements. It's it's sort of continuing their theme of uh, the sort of the new uh, presentation style of their Directs, which is just nonstop 
bombardment of announcements, of news. It's, it felt like every 40 seconds something would pop up on the screen and uh, we would get a new game announcement, a release date, Amiibo functionality, uh, stuff a for 3 A surprise game. A surprise game. Um, I'm going to just straight up say it right now. This is probably the best year that Nintendo's ever had. I think when this it's a year is run, that's for sure. When this year is over, when we look at the fact that we got basically uh, Splatoon, Mario, Zelda, uh, a bunch of stuff on 3DS. The fact that we got Metroid. Um, Metroid. Damn, there's a new Metroid new console. New console. I mean, so the, I mean, it feels Zelda like they Mario really they Pokemon. sat down, <laughs> they made themselves a list, and they said, okay, RPG, first person shooter, kart racer, a racing game, platformer, action adventure. They just uh, sports MMO, game. They tick down the yeah. the, uh, the MOBA. boxes, right. MOBA, and then they try to forge relationships to get us some games. And now, granted, not all of those games are are new, right? Re-releases like Skyrim have have been out for for a few years, obviously. Um, but if you are if you're buying the Switch this year. I feel like there's a game for every genre that is significant and mm-hmm. ultimately replayable. Yeah. yeah. And so let's start with the first announcement. This was a surprise, obviously. Um, you know, we knew Skyrim was coming from Bethesda. And then on the, in this event, uh, I felt like Nintendo announced the two least likely games to come to Nintendo yes. Switch. Don't yeah. you think? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, like, I'll be straight up here. Like, you don't hear the word Nazi in a lot of Nintendo presentations. <laughs> yeah. And we did this week because they talked about Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus, which is – a brand new third-party game coming to next-gen platforms and coming to Switch in 2018. Admittedly, a little later than you know the yep. bigger brothers are getting it, but uh, that's awesome. I don't even know how that works because we've sort of theorized about the power levels of the Switch so often on the show. But Bethesda specifically is running stuff on this custom engine that can scale up and down. Yeah, uh, and that's huge, huge news. And the same with Doom, right? Yes. Doom was the other big title to be announced, and what an unlikely Nintendo game mm-hmm. if you're thinking about traditional Nintendo uh, of you know Mario, Zelda platformer and, and uh, racers like Mario Kart. But if you go back in time, when I covered the Nintendo 64, Doom 64 yeah. was something everybody talked about. And, you know, Nintendo forged a partnership to bring that title to the platform because Doom was obviously still big back then. And it is big now. And I was, the last game was supposed to be really good. I haven't actually played it. Actually, yeah. It was my favorite shooter last really? year. Yeah, Doom's, game is Doom's cool. fun as hell. Yeah. yeah. It's super cool. Uh, I was texting Zach about this this morning, but the last game, the last Doom game I played on a Nintendo system was Doom for the Game Boy Advance, which mm-hmm. was a port what? of the original Doom. <laughs> it was just like Doom Advance or whatever. So, so the only thing, um, and I don't, I don't think we can talk about Doom much yet, you know, impressions wise, but you saw the footage in the direct. And yeah. you can tell that it is not a huge step down. Like it, it will look visually impressive. Yeah, yeah I saw Ryan somebody sent me some screens, some side by sides of Doom this morning. Uh, yeah. And it, yeah, I mean, it looks really good running yeah, on Switch. It's and, surprisingly competent. Uh, from, they were careful. They didn't show too much gore in the in the direct. Right, yeah. that game is super violent. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Like all the glory kills are completely yeah. crazy, and they stayed away from them. And so, what you saw in that trailer wasn't the total mayhem that you can expect from the game when you finally Doom see it. Doom guy in Doom 2016. I think is like pretty unanimously the mm-hmm. most angry man in video games. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, they did a care- very careful job of showing what that game is about without showing. Too much bloodshed. Yeah. I thought yeah. that was really smart. This, this satisfies it, the the lack of shooters on the system, specifically first person shooters. It's just I not. Mean, it's just like two bangers. Yeah. Like, not only are they bringing first person shooters, but they're bringing like two heavy hitters. I'm really they're really good. Yeah, I'm mm. really impressed. Well, we don't know what Wolfenstein Two. Yeah. The last ones were yeah. good. Yeah. The last one was so good. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that it's really uh, it's really a testament to Bethesda to uh. Support Switch from from the very outset. You know, yeah. in the initial tease for the Switch, we got uh, a, a quick glimpse at Skyrim, and everybody's like, "Ah, oh, can't be done." Skyrim's there. Yep. Brian and I played it. It runs super super smooth. Um, and they continue their support by bringing stuff like Doom and Wolfenstein. Uh, no, I, mean, I mean, they're, they're not doing like the EA wait and see approach. Uh, one quick note on uh, Doom, by the way, that we found out yesterday is that when you buy the cart for that game, and I know we had talked about this last week mm-hmm. a little bit about sort of like the digital versus physical debate, the entire single player campaign will be on the cart and the multiplayer version will be uh, additional free download. So if you just want to just play the single player game and never mess with the multiplayer, which is kind of how I played Doom. Uh, that's a couple exactly years ago. Too, yeah. Um, then you have everything right there. That actually, I mean, that actually makes sense because you, you are going to have to connect online in order to play multiplayer. So yeah. to make that a download isn't, isn't a terrible solution. Totally. Pretty smart. But, um, just think about Q4 for a second. So last quarter <laughs> of the year, um, we're getting Skyrim on November 17th. So right. they announced that date. 
Um, and you could see in the footage, uh, that, that it is a step up from the original release, like the, you know, the sky textures, the lighting, the trees, everything mm-hmm. is definitely more to the standard of the, the re-release. So you get, you get a Western RPG on November 17th. You're getting Xenoblade Chronicles 2 on December 1st. Yep. So you're getting actually two games that probably each take a month plus to play. Yeah. yeah. In the, in the course of, uh, two weeks. Yeah. Um, which is nuts. And then you're getting Doom also in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Yeah. So you're getting your first person, person shooter there too. Um, that's pretty good, man. Yeah. Yeah, well, not to mention the fact that also Super Mario Odyssey. Yeah, this is the Mario yeah. in there too. Oh yeah, let's talk about that game. Maybe we'll, <laughs> maybe, we'll, maybe we'll talk a little bit about Odyssey. What did, what did you guys think about the presentation? There was obviously um, extensive footage shown. Uh, the photo mode stuff is awesome. Yeah, it's I, think um, it's really I like cool. it's really really cool. It's a great step for them. It feels like something you see from Naughty Dog. Yeah, like it's or, or you know. Uh, gorilla who did yeah. horizon like it's gorgeous and i think the fact that they were even like they even thought about like the rotational techniques to put it in in a different la- different mode on your phone and stuff like that our snapchat team was really happy when that <laughs> announcement popped up because they're like they they make all their vid- videos vertically so um it looks great the new power-ups look cool that weird gecko lizard thing running around is awesome i feel like I they hated showed it the first time i saw it and then at the end of the trailer when he jumps off and does like the glide yeah like, oh that's yeah. awesome yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. i thought i mean just the, the photo mode to me is so smart because they know this game is ridiculous mm-hmm. and they yeah. know the transformations the costumes like Mario without a shirt on it's ridiculous and they know people are going to want to exploit that for memes and for social posts and they there build it right it. in they got amazing filters in there I thought personally the footage revealed a little bit too much Me too. I mean, of Mario. It showed well, <laughs> certainly of Mario. No, but but of I mean, you saw the you saw the ice world, right? Yeah. You saw all sorts of environments, and they even says like, "We're not going to spoil them all." Here's another one. Yeah, and right? another like, one. No, yeah, no, we, we were, were like kind of flipping out about that. But yeah, what do you um, think? Did you like it? I liked it. Um, it looks beautiful, especially when they're showing uh, Mario in the forest. Yeah. I thought that particularly was very impressive to me. It uh, reminded me of Breath of the Wild almost. Oh, yeah. 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 Were you able to play that um, Um, demo for Odyssey yet? I played it at E3. Okay. Yeah. So I did City uh, and the Desert. Mm -hmm. Just very briefly. Because there were four of us and everyone wanted to play. Yeah. I I mean, like, honestly, the less said about the forest level, the better. Mm -hmm. Because there's some really clever little secrets with that that we shouldn't talk about. If you are into discovering some secrets about the forest level, uh, take a look at our demo from San Diego Comic-Con because we do like a real deep dive on that and found some really cool stuff there. Um, A funny thing keeps happening happening to me with Mario Odyssey in that I know that it's coming in October, but I kind of keep forgetting that it's coming this year because there's been so many other home runs from Nintendo. It's not not this year. It's next next month. month. Yeah. And every time that there's every time that there's a tease or every time that there's like a new trailer or new gameplay, I'm always like, Oh yeah. Yeah. We get to play this in like six weeks. It's insane. Yeah. Um, and it's getting its own dedicated console bundle, yeah. uh, with the pouch and everything. I believe it's what, $80 more because it comes with the game and joy and, and, and red joy cons, which the blood red joy, blood red joy cons, uh, which they will sell separately. So far in Japan is all we know about and pair will buy them because he collects joy cons. I gotta be honest. I for a second contemplated buying another switch just to get, the but then I realized that we already have one for each person in the house. What is wrong? Do you have pets? Ooh. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm gonna have to import the red ones from Japan. What about that deer that keeps jumping in your pool? It only fell in the pool once. <laughs> we don't talk about the pool deer incident. Kara also told me that this weekend he was playing Destiny 2 with, uh, each of his children on their four PlayStations. So. Yeah. He's got, he's got a no, lot of consoles fair, the, going on. The, the other two PlayStations are mine. Nice. <laughs> My daughter has one. The boys don't have any. <gasps> Uh, you collect those two? Pierre's got yeah. a Pierre's got a PS4 for each hand. Well, my <laughs> my butler was playing. Oh, yeah. good, yeah, right. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. Sometimes that, uh, e- that EVP money. Mm-hmm. You, you guys are hilarious. Uh, anyway, the, uh, the I, I felt like the um, the case looked really good. Yeah, yeah. It's, the, it's the really same cool. design as the the Splatoon or the the standard Nintendo case, but like really cool, like dark red with uh, patterns on it. Yeah, it's I'm, got like a sort of the map pattern. Yeah, I'm hoping that they sell the case independently from the bundle itself because I have like just a like pretty generic. I think you and I have the same Nintendo, the same Switch case. It's just the black case. Yeah. And uh, if they do, I'll probably pick it up for yeah. for my yeah, Switch. Totally. But uh, yeah, I mean, Mario looked really cool. I, I feel like I don't want to see any more. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, I can't even count the amount of transformations we've seen so far. Yeah. And like you can imagine that every time, every every uh, transformation we've we've done in the game, like the control scheme was different. Mm-hmm. And the feel right. was completely different. And just being able to explore the same environments with all these different creatures is going to be awesome. So in this in this trailer, they showed him uh, taking control of Lakitu. 
Oh, which yeah. made me very excited. That, I yes, thought that was really cool. And then also, uh, during, they, they showed like a montage of stills that they had taken to promote the photo mode. And one of the stills was him inside a Koopa Troopa. Like he had the, the Koopa Troopa cap on, but then the Koopa Troopa looked like he was throwing fireballs at the same time. So I was like, so you can not only control characters, <laughs> but also pick up power ups at the same time. Yeah. So you've got this like layers of different cool. control schemes and power ups. Like I, I can't wait. Oh my God. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. That's I'm wow. so stoked. I don't know. And they, and they, they showed they, more 2D stuff. Yeah. They that? Did. Yep. Let's not talk about that, but they, uh, uh wow. they, cool. they went through a list of each of the worlds that they've revealed. Leading up to the idea that they're going to show off the new kingdom, the Ice Kingdom, yep. and uh, I Shiveria, Shiveria, very <laughs> cool. That's so um, bad. They, yeah, they really are. <laughs> they went through like I can't even remember, but I was like, oh yeah, there's that one. Oh, and there's that one too. Yep. Oh yeah, they they shut off that one as well. So I yep. think they, they were up to like seven or eight kingdoms. How many they were like, are there going to be? Exactly. They wouldn't the end say. Of it, they yeah. were like, there are many more kingdoms. It's like many more. That's already yeah. like eight or nine. Yeah. yeah. And knowing they, them, if you like 100% all of them, you'll unlock some super hard one. Yeah. Or like a well, and there are, there are thousands of collectibles. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really intimidating. Yeah. If you Especially look, if you work on the wiki team. <laughs> yep. If, if you look sorry, at Brendan. the, that's right. You write strategy guides for a living. We're so sorry. Um, there, if you look at the photo mode section of that demo, you can spot some other like levels and major enemies in some of those pictures, just like casually dropped in there in the photo. Yeah. Yep. So yep. pretty insane. Uh, they also, even though the, the Switch just launched, Kirby Star Allies was shown. Usually yep. Kirby games mean the death knell of any system, of course, when yep. they come out. I'm kidding. That's no. not true. Well, we've but, had a great run, but it's a, it's a great theory. I'm sticking with it. And like, I mean, traditional Kirby looking game, right? Mm-hmm. Side, uh, side scrolling. Uh, this one, you you can mix abilities. You can obviously play co-op. co-op. So, yeah, I was going to say there's four. a cute, heavy yeah, cool. co-op experience. Are you big on yeah. Kirby? I really like the, the co-op games on yeah. the consoles. I uh, played the Wii one, uh, Kirby Return to Dreamland. Yeah. And it's a ton of fun. Like just having another person and playing through something like fun and not totally agree. too particularly difficult. Yeah, especially time. especially because Mario Odyssey is uh, – 3D World was like a fantastic co-op yeah. sort of uh, anti-co-op game. Um <laughs> And Aren't we're not really getting, yeah, we're not really getting that with Odyssey, right? So it'll be cool to see, uh, like sort of a traditional Nintendo side-scrolling platform yeah. game that has co-op in it. And Kirby always has really cool different abilities that you can pick up from yep. different enemies and to be able to combine them and come up with something totally new. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to, yeah. My favorite was just someone. the amount of pain we cause that poor tree every game. Every time. <laughs> like that tree is always like, Whoa! That tree can't catch a break. <laughs> He's a bad tree. Yeah. It's like, and finally, I've grown all of my apples. What will happen now? And then he just gets a Attacked. And there's like a giant ball of waddle dees or something yeah. down the hill. It, it, like, it also, fun. can we he, talk? How buff? Yeah, I was going to talk about <laughs> King Didi and how right. ripped he is. He just yeah. has giant arms. That's the real threat like in day. this game. What's going on yeah. with that dude? Yeah, he's like just the, he's just like shredded now. Yeah, I, it's crazy. Like yeah. the James he's Duggan the of DDDs. <laughs> uh, Pokemon. We obviously we saw the trailer for Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. excited. Yeah, I mean, we got two new Ultra Beasts, which I wasn't expecting. We have a UB Assembly. Which is a, I don't even know how to describe him. He looks like a building, but he's hollow on the inside. Yeah, I, that's, I think that's a good way of describing yeah. him. Yeah, he's, uh, he. That's how I describe Brian. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and, um, just looks empty. like a building, but empty on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> Does he glow red and blue too? Yeah, maybe. But, um, yeah. And this is, this one is, I think is going to be exclusive to Ultra Moon. And then we also got, um, UV Burst, which looks like a clown and his head floats. Yeah, his head floats uh, down there. His body, and he's real creepy looking. The tie-in right there, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. Not a fan. There's yeah. also an exclusive Rock Ruff, which got me very excited. Yeah, I so love this a good was pooch. Announced a while ago, so yeah. if you get the game before January, um, <laughs> you'll be able to use Mystery Gift to download a special Rock Ruff that will evolve into Dusk Lichen Rock during the hours of 5 p.m. and 6 p.m. after it reaches level 25. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds weird, but um, <laughs> it's dusk, so it only evolves during uh-huh. dusk. Uh-huh. And this is the only rock ruff that will be able to evolve into dusk form, lichen rock, and it's based off the rock ruff that belongs to Ash in the anime. Mm-hmm. That he, oh man! Spoilers: he, he evolves into dusk form, lichen Dare rock. Dare you! I was going to marathon that anime tonight. <laughs> So I can't even be incredulous about all this because like two seconds ago I was like, oh, you could turn into a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> and they also confirmed that those two box legendaries for Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon are forms of Necrozma. So it's going to be kind of similar to Black 2 and White 2 where the Curium, Curium uh, turning into his different forms based on the legendaries that you fuse him with. Sure. 
You could at this yeah. point, you could be making. You can it do up. anything. I, I feel like she totally made this. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm just so like looking at us. Like, are you buying that? Yeah. Casey, this is why I'm so glad you're here because it's like I, I weirdly just like drove this path through like my Nintendo life uh, around Pokemon. Really? Like, yeah. Just so I played it. a ton of the earlier games, but like over yeah. time, it's just kind of like I passed it on to the next generation. Yeah. And where it is now yeah. is just on. It's on a whole nother yeah. level. Yeah. I was very excited to get the news. Uh, that gold and silver are yeah. also coming yeah. uh, or are available now. Um, yeah. No, uh, next on the 22nd. Okay, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, the pre-order thing was what mm-hmm. was available now. Cause if you pre-order yeah. gold and silver, you get an exclusive rare, po- ultra rare Pokemon. A Celebi? Yeah. Celebi. Um, yeah. Which was one of the legendaries from the original gold and silver. Mm-hmm. And it will be the only way to get it into ultra sun and ultra moon or sun and moon. Yeah. Cool. Gold and silver was the last one that I like really played the hell out of until, uh, sun and moon. And then I played I played the Moon version. So are you gonna buy the also announced the Pokemon themed Nintendo 2DS XL? Are you gonna get it? I have three 3DSs right now. But it's a Pokeball. It's got a Pokeball design. I have that's three 3DSs <laughs> right now. For, for those that are counting, <laughs> that's one for each hand and one to balance. Did you see the Pikachu one? Yeah, yeah in for Japan, Japan only. I honestly, it's really cute. I can't tell if Pikachu's nose on the on the 2DS is actually raised or not. I, it looks or, like it's 3D. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's. I, that's 3DS? really cute. Yeah. No 2DS. 3DS, uh, 2DS. But, yeah, yeah. Those 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 element. special edition systems are gorgeous. I wasn't a fan of the Metroid one, uh, the 3DS, um, and these are really cool. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I have that coming today. Thanks for making that look bad now. I ordered one. I didn't make it look bad. Well, it's a collectible. No, it's not. It in, it's in not a museum. A co- it's a console. It's not a collectible. A put it in a museum. Yeah, you keep talking. Uh, I'm really tempted uh, for those uh, those DSs, but I am at this point where I just I have too many DSs. Yeah, I, like, there's yeah. just too many. Mm-hmm. Like you know. Yeah. I'm gonna upgrade a- from my hairy Monster Hunter one to the Samus one now. We we caught a bunch of flack last week in the YouTube comments about the the idea of digital versus physical and I think Brian and I were talking about it a little bit and I think it's a very Nintendo fan thing to do to want to collect like a bunch of the collectible mm-hmm. stuff and I had to fight that same urge in this direct when when they announced that Pokemon uh, uh, 2DS like I don't have a 2DS XL and yeah. so I was like well I could get that I don't either that's cool. and that's the I thing don't. like I it's not that I don't want it I definitely want it. I can't justify getting yeah. another three. Yeah. Buy some Pokeball. I, I mean, what if what if all three of your other ones run out of batteries and then you got to place in an emergency? That's true. That's, that's true. I mean, that made more sense when I lived in Florida and had to deal with hurricanes. Yeah. Well, yeah. So Nintendo didn't make it easier. They also showed that the um, orange 2DS XL, so the one with the orange yeah, the, rim. Like the creamsicle. Coming the creamsicle. Yeah, yeah delicious. It's coming mm-hmm. out on uh, October 6th. And then uh, in Japan, Delicious. at the same time, you know, Japan got a Nintendo Direct as well. They announced the Black Lime and White Lavender editions of the 2DS XL. That sounds really black pretty. And green. Black I and like green, it. lime green, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, like really bright. And then the White Lavender designs. That's pretty cool. So if you want to collect them all, I'm not – I love my, my color Joy-Con, but I'm, I feel like I'm out when it comes Pear, to systems. what are we going to do when we want to have a video of – all of the different 2DSs. We're counting Every on 2DS you. ever. We'll Photoshop. To, we'll have Photoshop. to. We're just going to do color changes yeah. like on, in post. Exactly. Uh, Splatoon 2, quick news. They um, showed that Kelp Dome was coming back. Um, if you remember that stage with all the walkways. Yep. Really awesome uh, battle arena. And then they announced Snapper Canal, uh, mm-hmm. a new stage. But also they, also they showed the um, the tent umbrella weapon, which is a bigger umbrella. Really like tent cool. size. They showed it in like the most impractical way where everyone's back to back and tent umbrella. Like, yeah. But I really I, I love Loved how that looked, like just to watch that. It was like, It'll never happen in the game. No, but it's so cool to see. But I feel like now you gotta make it happen. Well, with oh that, yeah, that's how you win. Yeah, with the with the new and improved voice chat, you might be able to reach those levels that's of right. coordination that's and, right. and you do like back to back. All right, let's talk about that. So um, I did, you know, I did put that on the list to talk about uh, before the direct. Actually, the update to the Nintendo voice chat app, though the N- Nintendo app uh, online app on um, on phones came out. And they fixed the biggest complaint. Well, no. The biggest complaint is don't make me use a phone for right. voice chat. Yeah. The second biggest complaint was don't make me keep the app open and my my iPhones or my Android phones display on. So you can now actually put your phone to sleep and can still voice chat. And you can run other apps so you don't have to have it active. Awesome. Which means you save on battery power. It's not going to run out as quickly and you don't have the, these stupid interruptions. Like if somebody calls you on your phone before you would have left, uh, lost connectivity, now it's going to keep on. People working. call yeah. you on your phone. I yes, they use, they use these devices yeah. for calling. Yeah. Uh, Happy? Any, any word on the audio quality update? 
No, I haven't, I haven't tried no. it yet mm-hmm. because is it bad? The, I haven't it's not used great. it at all. Yeah, it's not. It's great. not awesome. I used it. I used it like right when it first came out uh, when Splatoon two launched, mm-hmm. and I used it a little bit, and it wasn't wasn't. I've only been using Skype since then again. Really? So I, I'll try it again. I'll go back to it. Um, I feel like we'll see more updates to this app and a little bit more reason to use it in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, but it would be nice if someday there'd be a pro pro controller that actually has the the mic port built in properly. Anyway, progress is good, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, back to the direct. So Octopath Traveler was shown mm-hmm. yeah. at length, and I'd say um, we we glossed over it. Xenoblade got so much footage. I feel like and a I mean, concrete they, release date. They yeah. broke, yeah, December first. They broke down every single one of the titans, the environments, and mm-hmm. showed that too. And similarly for Octopath Traveler, they kind of told the story and showed us a little bit more of the game. What do you uh, guys think? So Goldfarb wrote a preview. Uh, Andrew Goldfarb, friend of the show, mm-hmm. wrote a preview at PAX about uh, his. Experience with uh, Xenoblade, mm-hmm. and he did this sort of deep dive on the combat system. And I remember reading it, and I got about three quarters of the way through, and my brain hurt because it's just like so it's much stuff happening in that yeah. battle system. Mm-hmm. And I thought what was really smart about this Xenoblade presentation was they did one sort of story trailer, mm-hmm. and then they did a second trailer that was like, "Here's what the world is, mm-hmm. and here's what the battle system is." And the battle system segment of the second trailer was almost like a primer, like mm-hmm. it seemed like a very low level, like. When Xenoblade is out and I'm going to start that game, I'll go back and watch that trailer to get an idea of yeah. like what that battle system is yep. before I go into the tutorials yeah. and start getting stuff stacked on top of, of those initial lessons. You know, yeah. I think they made that point really well, though. Yeah. Even as as someone like I was watching it, but I wasn't like I kind of turned my brain off after a while. But what I saw were all these varied factions and environments, the deep battle system, and it looks pretty nice too. It's a cool world. Know? It's a really the like yeah. system yeah. looks yeah. so. Cool cool like yeah. i want to collect all of the blades and whatever yep. i have to do to do that i want to do it i think what i was thrown off by i played it at uh gamescom and i wrote a preview for it that would mostly focus on the world and then um andrew complimented that and did a preview that was basically focused on the Deep battle bad, system yeah. like very 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 in detail um the battles take a while in that game like they are not very passive it's something that you really have to be sort of like locked in on um but the world itself is gorgeous uh exploring it's really cool i came from from germany and then went to seattle back to back and i was like this is a huge game it looks fantastic we don't necessarily need it this year and they were like no you're getting it in december so this is actually getting released this 200 hour rpg uh yeah so intimidating yeah. it's awesome <laughs> that's, but that's, you got a jrpg and a western rpg yeah, yeah. that's so exactly what together. that's what exactly what i need in a year where i've already put like 300 hours into breath of the wild i'll probably sink another 200 hours into odyssey yep i put about a million hours into destiny 2 so hey, want to start skyrim yeah. over like yeah well that. so and I, I think that was that was sort of the subtext of uh this switch, you kind of hit the nail on the head earlier. This, this direct, I mean, uh, is that there was like, they really are trying to get a point aco- across that there's something for everyone. Yeah. yeah. And in Skyrim, they led by saying, go anywhere, be anyone, do anything, crafting, uh, arcane magic. Like these are the things that you can do in Skyrim. And in a werewolf and run around yeah, and exactly. murder something mm-hmm. for um, hours. And in the Xenoblade <laughs> portion, I think that the, the subtext there was like, so not into Skyrim, totally cool. Here's a hardcore JRPG for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you're into Japanese RPGs, great. Here's one that fits that mold to a T. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Yeah. And then I mean talking about Octopath Traveler, it's like you don't like that hardcore RPG. How about this hardcore, hardcore <laughs> RPG? Right. Yeah. Um this I mean the the whole look of Octopath Traveler it reminds me of classic um, 2D square Final Fantasies or, or Romantic Saga or yeah. Live Alive or whatever, whatever you love playing. And then they, they kind of built this weird diorama 3D yeah. look around it's it. It's so pretty. Yeah. It's with it's cool really lighting. Pretty. It's it, still it made, pixelated. It's the first time I've ever wished that the Switch had 3D. Yeah. Because it looks, it oh, looks, man. it's got this sort of like look to, like diorama. even when, have yeah. you noticed the thing? So the demo's out now, you can grab it, it's free. But when you walk through the town, there's like these tarps that sort of like dither away and come mm-hmm. back in a frame depending on how far you are. Uh, the lighting in it is really good, yeah. which is something I wouldn't really say for like a 16 like torches RPG. and things all cast shadows. Yeah. So when you walk past these 2D structures, like they look like little cardboard structures, but they cast a shadow as you walk the, by. Yeah, the pixel cool. art is stunning yeah. in this game. Um, and it's just a really, it's a really smart way to make an RPG. Yeah. It's very beautiful. So the demo the came music, out. The yeah. demo the came music out. Did you all try it? Yeah. yeah. We played the demo. Um, yeah. The music is amazing. I love the music. I already want the soundtrack. And I've heard, I don't know how many tracks are in the demo, like two or three. Right. Yeah. But um, just the opening sequence with the music just made me say, wow. 
Yeah. And so there's two there, – I think there's going to be like seven or eight main characters. There's well, eight. 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 Yes. Yes. Octo. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. There. It's in the title. Uh, but uh, they let you pick two from the jump in the demo and mm-hmm. you and I both pick the dancing lady. Yeah. Primrose. There we go. I did. I, I picked the nice hedge. Term. I picked the hedge knight. What's his name? I forget. Mister Meat. O- o- uh, his o- name is o- Steve. O- o- yeah, his name <laughs> is Steve. Uh, the tale of Primrose and Steve. Uncle Steve. Was it Oberic o- or something? Or, oh, I, that sounds right. Uh, but the story gets surprisingly dark and yeah. sexual. Like it yeah. goes. So the Primrose one does. Mine didn't. Yeah. The Hedge Knight just likes cutting people with a sword. Oh well, that's that's. And he that. beats up on everybody in town. Did did you do that too in yours? No, you fall in love with. You kind of yeah, smooch people in. You town. seduce. Okay, people so in let's town. compare notes. So you, I I start off in the town. I walk around. I can like explore the store and. And, like save with some like green hatted guy yeah and then uh i ran into these two guys and they're like oh we like training and then you're supposed to literally knock them out oh yeah and yeah. they got a little bird show and oh, like they're like <laughs> they lying down how's that so that's that's how that's how he hangs in his uh in his town yeah, you want to you explain the differences yeah. that uh, the way yeah. primrose handles that situation so um primrose uh starts her adventure in the girls dormitories for the the dancing girls hmm and uh, she ends up getting into trouble, and she has to resolve this by seducing a man to be a customer for the night because she didn't dance well enough for her master. Wow. Yeah. So. And he wants her to see him in his private chambers after the dance. So not a kid's game. No. 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 Absolutely no, yeah. not. Uh-huh. It gets much worse. Yeah, uh-huh. really. I have a I quote. Was, but all, I don't know if you guys want it. But though. all delivered with cute pixelated 2D graphics, of course. Yeah. And, and voice, and voice acting. acted, yeah. which I was very surprised yeah. about. Yeah, I was actually really surprised so, by that. And then do you do you attack the brigands? Like again, any anyone can download this game on the on the Switch, uh, the the demo, and it, you can tell it's not finished because the tutorial does not do a good job explaining the battle system mm. because you have to like stack attacks by using your boost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your brave, um, or, you have to, what was it brave points or boost points? Break? Yeah, uh, boost. boost. Yeah, you have to break though the uh, defense of your enemies and then follow up. And so it's actually it doesn't pull any punches. Like you can die in this demo super easily if you don't pay attention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it like that too? You attack a bunch of brigands and no? What are Different? what are brigands? Bandits. I, I keep nodding my Just head. Bandits. Like I know. Yeah. We well, we had um. There were monsters. Ne'er do wells in the catacombs, mm-hmm. and then there okay, was a different. boss battle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's very different. Um, I think once you finish the the regular boss in the demo, you end up going to the starting town of the other character. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. So um, I ended up ended up in cobblestone, which yeah. I believe is. Your main characters. Yeah, 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 that's right. That's where you can. Yeah. That's where I beat everybody up. You can challenge any character. You can hit a button and challenge them so to fight. So that, that is rules. your character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Primrose, Cantankerous man. Yeah, Primrose yeah. is able to allure any villager and have her join her team, and then you can use them as an ally while you're fighting. That's way so cool. So, yeah, yeah. So you can seduce someone into the catacombs and be like, "Hey, fight for me." In the trailer, <laughs> uh, in the trailer that they showed in the direct, uh, they we're talking about her ability to, mm-hmm. to bring in a, a villager that she had allured. Yeah. And it's just like this milkmaid runs in and is like this girl with pigtails and an apron. And I was like, I'm going to be honest. She doesn't really seem like she'd be that much help in a fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there are actually, you can see the um, stats when you try to allure them and it tells you how strong they are and what abilities they have. So mm-hmm. you can choose based on that. So I went and talked to every villager until I found one that I was like, okay, you'll, you'll be useful. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the catacombs. Wow. <laughs> uh, I haven't had an opportunity to play the demo. I actually just downloaded it this morning, uh, but it is by the team behind Bravely Default, Correct. which yeah. was one of my favorite JRPGs in yep. years. Yep. Such a cool game. And I really feel like they're, this is sort of the evolution of that franchise. Like I really dig. We- it takes a lot from the art style. I think it takes a lot from the characterization and kind of like, helps it grow up mm-hmm. a little bit i think it's i think it's very very cool looking and i'm really stoked to play yeah i'm demo. curious i mean like definitely the the story could be pretty gnarly judging yeah. from just the opening sequences and how the story goes already um and so i'm curious look, to see what the variety like the character variety is like does you know? it look to you like we're going to be switching between the characters yeah. at, at random um it seemed to me like the way that they showed off the the eight different characters mm. it seemed like rather than playing chapters it, like we would switch back and forth between these eight characters i think that'd be cool it's yeah. like, it's like i mean it's less of a reason to play through like a 70 hour rpg eight times yeah, a bunch yeah. Of times yeah yeah so one of my favorite – I name-dropped it earlier. My, one of my favorite RPGs from Square of all time is a game called Live Alive. That's the real name. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's, it's Live Alive. Uh-huh. It's spelled. Um, it never came out in the US. And that game's very set up was that you play through these stories with different characters. One set in China. One one is about a wrestler. One is about a China. robot. I know. <laughs> one is about a robot on a spaceship. Um, and each one has a completely different game system. Like there's no language in the Stone Age one. Right. They, they No talking. It's just 
symbols. Uh, the Western one has like a, a strategy grid set up for the battles, and like it was just such an awesome game. And I'm I'm hoping that there are really distinct differences the way that mm-hmm. you use allure versus you know challenge and all yeah. that kind of stuff, and that they take it a little further. But yeah, it was cool that they were just like there's a demo out today, and then within a half an hour it was up. Yeah, was awesome. Nintendo's being very good about doing that sort of thing. Yeah, like uh, announcing something and then being like the demo is available now, yeah. or the demo will be available tomorrow, yep. or yep. the game is out right now at the end of this direct. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I generally appreciate their sort of like um, their communication. Uh, mm-hmm. these days you know aside from the voice chat app obviously but yeah just in general just the way they are conveying the messaging on release dates and when things are happening aside from you know the super nintendo pre-order stuff which is you know they had some good things to say about that this, this week too yeah reggie yeah. did mention that there shouldn't be an issue for people looking for uh snes classic yeah. he said so, don't say there'll yeah. be way more he yeah don't be, scalp it sorry we're getting off the yeah, yeah yeah no but uh i mean that was definitely news um that there is more availability for both the super nes and the nes um mm-hmm. to not be discouraged uh when they're selling out beforehand yep. and so like if you think about um paying a scalper don't um they are promising that this will be much better it's just that the uh, there's a bottleneck now so um Obviously, we don't know yet when Octopath Traveler is coming out. Nope. Um, it's funny they're they're asking for feedback on this well, demo they from said, player. They yeah. said it, it'll be available to play in 2018. Yeah, so but we know it's next. We year, don't know the date. Yeah, um, but it's cool that they spent the time to actually do a demo in English with voice acting and mm-hmm. everything. And like, it gave, I think it gives us a good idea of the the basic gameplay. But yeah, um, I think mm-hmm. they'll they'll send out surveys or something. Yeah, we'll be able to communicate like what we like and what we don't. So that's interesting. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, interesting game. Uh, uh, there was a, another major game drop that probably not that many people know in the U.S. That's Arena of Valor. Yeah. So that's a Tencent game. That's a MOBA. This so is a be wait, gigantic that's out now? game. This game huh? makes no. It's m- not out yet. Yeah. Okay. It's not out yet. This it, game makes millions of dollars a day. It is. Uh, it is one of the most played games in Asia. So yeah. it's really, really big for that market. Um, there Asia. will be. Uh, <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. There will be a free beta of this game. It's actually free to play. Um, yeah. but there will be a free beta for that game on the Switch coming this year. You see Batman's in this game? It, yeah, we'll see if he comes into the I, Switch version. <laughs> I think like, that's, that flies in <laughs> other countries where they're just kind of a little more lax about, uh, laws like that. But Batman is in this game. Well, they like, if you get the game I mean, it is, it is a really, really big game. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's, it's basically, basically, um, Asia's, uh, Flash League of Legends. Yeah, I was yeah, wondering yeah. why Tencent just didn't Port League of Legends to the Switch. Switch. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure that's next. I well, mean, we'll see point. what happens, but I mean, that's really good news that we're getting a, a genre that uh, traditionally hasn't been that big on, yep. on, on consoles. consoles. Uh, 3DS, uh, we don't have to go into details on these, but you know, Mario Party, the Top 100 was announced for Sounds 3DS. Sounds like an IGN article. Top 100, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so I was thinking about that when, when All right, they announced this game. Uh, uh, the way that we do top 100s, I think people that watched our our top 10 list from PAX kind of yeah. got an idea of how bloodthirsty it is, right? Like, what was that like looking at all those mini games in Nintendo? Like, who's like, I like the one with the paper cutouts. Same no, thing. I mean, like, I'm sure, but I'm sure they got dozens of people together and they all argued in a room over the best mini games. I think yeah. it's awesome. So uh, for clarity, Nintendo curated a list of the 100 best Mario Party mini games ever made across the span of all 76 different Mario Party titles that have been available from everything to the N64 <laughs> to the Game Boy Advance to the DS to everything else. So 7,922 uh, 7, mini games. 22 yeah. mini games. Yeah. And if you win all of them, no. but someone else lands on three green spaces, Spaces, you lose because yeah. uh, Mario Party is evil. Yeah. Um, no, but this is really cool. They curated this list, and it's just this big jam of 100 games. It's coming to 3DS. I'm hoping that it comes to Switch eventually. So disappointed so, that it's not coming to Switch. I realize – Maybe we'll get a full Mario I realize Mario it's Party. not coming to Switch because if they curated the DS – Mario Party mini games, you can't play those on the Switch. Oh, Yeah, that's right. true. Not right. easily, so, yeah, but they had yeah. to adapt they everything else. They could just take those out yeah. and then the I release – I can't imagine the the like, yeah. thinking how – how the like the button interface works on the 3ds or how it feels like i can't imagine doing some of those like quick turn mini games yeah. on the on the thumbstick on the 3ds like it just sounds terrible yeah. at this yeah. point like it's i i honestly to break it i, I, I honestly think that they would they would have engineered this game to sort mm-hmm. of circumvent that so, stuff so mm-hmm. so think about it though this game really sounds like it was tailor-made for the 3ds because mario party games can last quite a long time yeah. mm-hmm. and the 3ds is more kind of pick up and play and so it makes sense that this focuses on the mini games whereas like the console 
successful version of Mario Party will have more that um, family aspect where you're sitting around, you know, your TV or the Switch on a table playing. And so I'm just hoping that they pick the right developer for Mario Party on on Switch. Like Ubisoft showed how good they are with sure. Rabbits, yeah. right? Like bring somebody new in to give this uh, give it some freshness. I, mm-hmm. uh, I played the most recent Wii U Mario Party, and I didn't really like it. You travel together on the map. Yeah, no, weird. I'm familiar. I was not a fan. <laughs> um, Minecraft yeah. for 3DS, they didn't just announce it. They released it. Yeah. What? I, to, uh, yeah. <laughs> so cool. One more place for that awesome game. I'd say better late than never. That was a game I, I had hoped would have come much earlier in the life cycle of both the Wii U and the 3DS, but it's good to see that it's out. It doesn't run as nicely. It's a little, a little more choppy looking, but uh, it is the full game. It's also, it's missing the uh, yeah. better together update that, right. It doesn't, everything it doesn't do the cross play. It's effectively yeah. its own yeah. skew. I think that the, probably the map sizes are a little smaller than mm. what you'll see on Switch or PC for sure. But I think it's really interesting that this game, in this year is getting like a 4K version on Xbox One X. Yep. And, uh, like the 3DS version, or the, which is very tiny, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it's cool. Wonder, does, do you guys know if the Minecraft for 3DS is, are you going to have seeds and are you going to be able to jump into other people's games? I don't know about that. I know it has all the texture packs and skin packs of everything, but okay. I don't know about that. That'd be interesting. If it had, if it had the same multiplayer that's available on the, the smartphone edition, yeah. like I'd be so down for that. I think it'll, I think it's supposed to be close to that, that version. Yeah. So, um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it has all of that. But it just Switch came out yesterday. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, you know, I, I have to boot it up. It takes it. a while to. <laughs> I was looking through my like Switch, my, my stats of the stuff I played on Switch and I got to Minecraft and I was like, oh, 25 hours. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> like I didn't realize I did that because it's yeah. just like the kind of thing you just disappear. It's just crazy, yeah. right? Yep. Uh, they also showed Kirby Battle Royale trailer, uh, a couple of other news items. Uh, Dragon Quest Builders was shown, yeah, which is kind really of cool. Yeah. very mm-hmm. Minecrafty Dragon Quest game. I don't know if you guys noticed, but uh, in, in Japan, um, they announced Fantasy Star Online 2 Cloud. Yep. PSO. Mm-hmm. Like it's uh, it's crazy to me that all these things are like casually announced. Like, here's another game. Here's there are just game. so many games. <laughs> yeah. I, I tore my paper in half. Uh, the um the 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 contrast of this era versus the conversations we were having on the Wii U. Uh, it's just like we were. Yeah. There was like an indie game would come out on Wii U, and we'd be like, "Well, we've got a great show for you today." Yeah, yeah. And now we're like, I, "There's no time in the day." I yeah. know we've got all these indie games on our list. I know to I'm talk playing about. all these it's games like, I want to talk about. And it's like I switched my so much. I switched my uh, view on my Switch to all games, so where it shows you like a tile version of all the games that you have instead yeah. of in the crossbar. Yeah. And uh, I said to Marty and Andrew this morning, friends of the show, Marty and Andrew, um, I said to them this morning that I have more games on the Switch already than I think I had for Wii U in its entire life. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think I have 19 games on my Switch. It's crazy. And I think I probably own just the first party stuff on Wii U. Yeah. Like, I had like my, my start screen. I, I literally. I was looking at the games. I'm like, what? Which one am I gonna play? Like, I had like Octopath Traveler next to Pokémon Tournament mm-hmm. next to you know uh, some of these uh, some of these other games that we're yep. gonna yeah, talk and about. I'm still and working like, my way like, through. I'm still working Rabbit. Rabbits. Yep. I'm still doing the Master Trials in Zelda. I know. I'm and then, behind, but. well, I'm let's talk about okay. Zelda quick. Um, they showed the Champions Amiibos. Um, new They're beautiful, are awesome. and they unlock these really badass looking costumes. The helmets, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're kind of scary looking to me. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Weirdly, totally. they didn't show anything of uh, of the the DLC quest. Yep. The, or announce yeah. or announce the announce that didn't show anything. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that's still coming this quarter because no, we don't have enough. No, to, it's no. fine. I'm fine. If I'm okay. That next you can quarter. kick that Honestly, down the road a little bit. Yeah, I think if <laughs> they'll they, come out with Mario. This if they held, <laughs> if they held the, assuming that the DLC is going to be as big as everyone thinks that it is if they held that for first quarter 2018 yes. i'd have zero qualms with that totally okay mm-hmm. with that too yeah yeah hello there would you like to save money and play more video games well let me introduce you to our sponsor gamefly gamefly is the best way to buy and rent all your favorite games at gamefly.com you pick your favorite games and have them mailed directly to your door or mailbox Gamefly is the leading video game rental service with over 9,000 titles to choose from. You can try your favorite games before you buy and keep the games as long as you want with no late fees. So if you're stuck on a boss fight or having a really good time, it's not a big deal. You can cancel at any time, and they also offer movie rentals too. Head to Gamefly.com slash voice chat and start your free premium 30-day trial today. The premium trial allows you to check out two games and or movies at a time. You can only get this offer, again, by visiting Gamefly.com slash voice chat. Now go sign up and start playing all your favorite games absolutely free for 30 days right now. 
They also announced arcade archives. Yeah. That, so they're bringing cool. back, uh, again, like weirdly they have not yet announced the virtual console, but maybe the virtual console as we know it will know, just never arrive. Do you know what's really interesting? I, oh, about, yeah, um, a couple months ago on the show, I was like sort of lambasting Nintendo for not having a virtual console on the Switch yet. Yep. And I was talking about how Hamster and the arcade archives are kind of eating their lunch and getting all those Neo Geo games out there. Turns out they're secretly working on all of these <laughs> games for Nintendo. So like, <laughs> This is, for example, a bunch of games that we've never actually gotten specific arcade ports of yep. on any home console or handheld before from Nintendo. Nope. Um, so stuff like Super Mario Verse, uh, which is one of the ones they name dropped yesterday, that is a different game. Yeah, like that is an actually different game than the Super Mario Brothers for NES that we bought, uh, played a hundred times. I know I have. Um, and so Arcade Archives, uh, they do these really gorgeous, really dedicated ports of arcade games. They've done it with like a couple dozen Neo Geo games at this point across all platforms. Yep, and they're handling what is it? Uh, Balloon Fight, Super Mario Brothers Verse, um, Versus Ice Climber. Cuckoo Land versus Ice Climber. I didn't want to talk about that one because it's bad. And Mario Brothers, which is the first one. They're $7.99 and pinball. each. And Pinball, yep. which is actually a cool game. Um, and Punch-Out, by the way. Oh, yeah, that's right. Punch-Out Arcade is uh, weird because Little Mac is see-through. Like he's yeah, he's like a wireframe, which yeah. you saw in Smash Brothers as an yeah, alternate yeah. skin. And yeah. so one of the cool things Arcade Archives does is they lets you play some games rotated, like in Tate mode. And Punch Out is a vertical cabinet, so this is rad. Um, you can pop off the Joy Cons, play multiplayer. Yeah, um, yeah, eight bucks, a little pricey, but it is what it is. I Completely think unexpected, though. I'll take it. Yeah, <laughs> I thought so too. And I saw a lot of people on the uh, podcast forums talking about whether or not this is what the Virtual Console is now it's just they're just going to start bringing over these ports sort of independently and i have to believe in my heart of hearts that after two generations of proven functionality in a virtual console that nintendo is not going to abandon that idea yeah i think that this is a separate sort of skew a separate sort of entity in and of itself and that somewhere down the line in the next nintendo direct or after maybe next year at e3 or something we're going to see something about the virtual console coming yeah. back i just think because it seems it's i'm sorry to interrupt you but it just it seems crazy to me that this wouldn't allow me to play super mario 64 or it wouldn't allow no, me I agree to play stuff that was on wii u like like wind waker I, hd or mm-hmm. something i think the question is the business model that's like, exactly do they, it. Do yeah they that's do what the I was netflix say. for games or do they do uh piecemeal i mean they're they've shown that they can sell roms individually yeah. for eight bucks and people yeah. buy them so. but everybody's talked about fatigue of buying these games across so many different platforms yeah. so i think a subscription plan whether it's an extension or built into their online plan already yeah. or if it's separate would make a lot of sense so so far all all we know about the online plan is that you get a game, a new game, a classic every month that's been updated with online functionality. But how cool was it if you had also, while you're a subscriber, you had access to this library that keeps on growing over time, mm-hmm. right? Like we just haven't seen yet um, which direction they want to go. Yeah. Yeah. Snipper Clips Plus, you thought it was done. You thought you had played all the Snipper Clips uh, challenges. And then boom, DLC or a special plus version if you haven't played it. 30 new stages. So uh, 30 new dollars. Yeah. <laughs> 30 new dollars. Uh, or 10 bucks if you had the existing version. Right. I'm going to jump I on this. that's fine. Yeah, I love this. Well, yeah. it comes out in November where you don't have enough to do yet. So, yeah, it makes, <laughs> yeah. makes a lot of sense. I, snipper Clips, when I, I was playing it, it made me laugh so hard I cried. Oh, my God. It's yeah. fun. So, yeah. Um, totally, and they're totally doing some, down for more. They're doing some cool stuff now too, where they let you replay the original game but as different shapes, which is like yeah. so stupid. It's such a good remix, so yeah, yeah. Because it's just like, oh, you're a triangle now. Everything's harder. Have fun. It's crazy. Uh, that that was it basically for the direction, and there were a couple of other smaller news items. But uh, after the direct, Cinemora got announced for Switch. Yeah. Runbo, if you remember Runbo, awesome Runbo multiplayer so game, the got announced awesome. for Switch. So yeah. get used to it, guys. Like there is just no, you cannot, you cannot. Every day there'll be new games announced. Yeah. A lot of indie titles coming to this machine. Sadly, Okami did not get announced. Okami HD got announced for every platform yeah. at Switch. You gotta, you gotta ask Capcom. Hey, you made so much money with Ultra Street Fighter. What gives? This what's, makes no sense. What's going on with Capcom? Oh. They like made this, this game. They're taking this. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, what's going on with Capcom and Switch? Let's get those guys together. Let's be friends. So they're, they're taking this, this sort of like weird. <laughs> oh, that's they're serious. taking this yeah. weird sort of wait and see approach, right? Yeah, like. Yeah. But Street Fighter 2 on Switch sold like a bajillion copies. Yeah. 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 And now they're bringing Resident Evil Revelations yeah. 1 and 2. The, those are coming out within the next, I, I, the, within this quarter, I think. But um, then, then they skipped then Mega what? Man. They skipped Disney Afternoon. Yeah. They're skipping Okami. I mean, those yeah. are, those are definitely two notable ones. I'm glad you brought them up. But I, I, I really want to see them take their back catalog, especially if they're HD collections. Okami, Okami HD to me on Switch is a no brainer. Yeah. Because it's yeah. Like, Twilight Princess. Yeah. Wolf yeah. Mode, but right? yep. better. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, I'm going to wow. catch some shit we're gonna, for that. We're going <laughs> yeah. 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 to have to talk about that one. Uh, I actually really like Okami in the setting. I do, too. I think it was it's a really good great. game. It's a slow start, but once you get in there, it's it's yep. fantastic. Uh, let's, it's like Twilight Princess. <laughs> let's talk about a Capcom game, though. A uh, okay. big one that we touched upon um, a little bit, um, but really didn't go into detail, and that's Monster Hunter stories. Yeah. So departure from the traditional Monster Hunter games, which are a little bit more, you know, grown up uh, characters, mm-hmm. big monsters. This is cute. Yes. So and you reviewed it. You yes, reviewed the entire game. Yeah. Um, I really liked it. Uh, it took me about 50 hours to complete the story mode. And then I put in more time into a bit of the end game. And it was really good. Um, it's definitely aimed at kids and it comes with a doesn't come with but it there's also an anime about monster hunter stories um but it's really cute and the whole <laughs> i really like this game so you i'm didn't trying like to like it you loved it i, I mean like I your did. review is super positive yeah, what, I what did. did you score it uh, an 8.9 nice. cool. so the only there's no difficulty slider um the one the only issue that i think is worth mentioning in monster hunter stories is that if you die in the middle of a battle you just regain all of your health and get back up again and then if you lose if you do that three times in a battle you just wake up by the nearest save point but you don't lose any of your progress Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of save points so there's just no Hmm. very big yeah there's no repercussions to dying so you could just uh, I, I, this boss will probably kill me right now, but I'm going to try anyway because sure. there's no reason not to. Right. Yeah. Um, that's my like only very big complaint. And of course, it's not perfect like any other games, but it's so much fun. If and the you story like. is really good. The right? story I actually really enjoyed it. I mean, it can be a little bit fluffy at times. I mean, it's aimed at kids, but there were some. I don't want to spoil anything. There's some things that happened that genuinely surprised me. Mm-hmm. And really made me feel the feels. Like at the very end of the the game, I actually caught myself tearing up a bit. Oh wow! Yeah, I think this is a good sort of like introduction Monster Hunter. That's going to be the gateway drug to the, the the more serious ones. So the gameplay is entirely different. This is a turn based RPG, a classic uh, JRPG. Uh, different worlds or areas to explore, and you. Um, when you run into a monster, instead of having an action game, it just brings up the battle sequence. Um, kind of like how Nino Kuni does. Yeah. But mm-hmm. a turn base. And the battle system is really complicated. I'm not going to go into it right now. There's a ton to it. But all of your knowledge from the old Monster Hunter series will transfer over That's kinda cool. to Monster Hunter stories. Yeah. Wow. And so if you know the weaknesses of Rath- of Rathalos from the regular Monster Hunter games, you'll know the weaknesses and stories. So if you learn like the combos for the items and like what are the best weapons in the game and mm-hmm. which monsters appear in which areas and you'll learn that in stories, you can take that with you to other Monster Hunter games. Oh, um, cool. That's awesome. Yeah, it was there was a ton of like little fan service. Like all of the sound effects are the same. That's awesome. Like you might you you mine something and you hear that same sound effect yeah. from pickaxe do you yeah you use yeah. a potion you'll hear that same thing right. you have the same song from grilling the meat like so it um, ties in very closely and then obviously it, very you know some of the characters return from from the game right like you, so, you'll recognize different versions so the monsters are all directly taken classic. from yeah, yeah they're all classic there are there's only the only main uh new monsters are, are bosses and they're uh different elder dragons mm-hmm. Um, but everything else is the same. Like you'll see Kieran, you'll see Rathalos and Rathian and, uh, Kutku makes an appearance. I know you guys don't know what I'm talking about, but what the hell <laughs> is is the um, you see behind us, there's a bunch of them back there. Oh, yeah, but, yeah but, um, my friends. There's, there's uh, my voice. Double Joe. Beeps. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Double Joe. Double, 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 double Joe. He's, he's right the guy there. with a really big rocky chin on the right. That's like craggy looking, oh, yeah, that's, that's but he, cool. he comes, uh, and invades your fights with other monsters in the regular Monster Hunter game. Mm-hmm. And in Monster Hunter Stories, he does the same thing. So you can be fighting a very non-threatening um, bad guy, and he'll come and... Classic JoJo, just getting yeah. in there, chopping it up. Ruin That's everything. what he does, man. That's what yeah. he's most known for. <laughs> you guys are idiots. No, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then these are, the, these are some of the amiibo, right? Yes. Yeah, and and which are gorgeous, and they have, they have interchangeable riders. Yeah, this is yeah, these you are can like take probably the, the most off. detailed amiibo I've ever seen. Like You can take the riders off, mm-hmm. you can swap them. It's very cool. But, but you got to import them. There, there yeah. currently no plans to release them. Release them in the U.S. Um, I mean, if Monster Hunter Stories was a hit, I figured they'd, they'd think about it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, maybe Nintendo's a little bit more careful with third-party amiibo here because, like, if you look mm-hmm. at the rabbits, 
collectibles, they look exactly like Amiibo. They yeah, even have the so same like circular yeah. base yeah. that yeah. an Amiibo would have. Right. So maybe they just said, hey, we don't want to put any more in the channel. These, you can these, are, them. these are great. And yep. they give you special, they call, so the monsters in Monster Hunter Stories that are your friends are called Monsties. It's a combination <laughs> mm-hmm. of monster and bestie. Aww. I know. <laughs> but I um, that. you can hatch special Monsties based off the monsters in the anime mm-hmm. in the game with these amiibo that's what they do and right. they're pretty useful i also call brian my monsty so yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. so, so just a monster, a, my super quick survey of what we're playing so obviously monster hunter stories are you yeah. done or are you still playing i am still playing some of the end game i really want to get a kieran i want to find what's at the end of the labyrinth in the jungle um, <laughs> so j- just to be clear, like uh, this game has sort of a Pokemon mechanic, right? Yeah, we're raising these. Monsters yeah, I'm sorry, I did not go into that. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why I was so interested in it because yeah. every new area you can find different monster dens with mm. different eggs and hatch different monsters, and every monster is hatched differently. There are nine empty slots for genes, and these genes can hold different abilities that are either passive or active. Pens. So like nine, there's like nine skill slots. Nine pens. Yeah. Like pens, pants, pants. Yeah, pants. You jeans. said jeans. Long jeans. Oh no. Um, so, <laughs> but um, the customization system is really cool because uh, if you hatch a monster that you probably are never going to use, you can combine that with another one and move over its genes. Yeah. So you can take a pens. like fire type monster that would never learn a water type move and then give it a water, a water type move, oh, or make awesome. it impervious to dragon types right. or any of those things, and it's. There's so much you can do with it. It's really now, cool. So I definitely I want to play it. Are you gonna yeah. play it? Well, the problem is that oh, and there's more than a hundred. There's more than a hundred monsters. I, to I, get too. I love a good Pokemon. Yeah. yeah. Um, I sort of felt like I got burned by Yokai Watch because it was like too kiddie. Yeah. I, I really tried to get into it. I played the first one and mm-hmm. I liked it enough, but it was like fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, everybody that's played this game says that they love it. So yeah. for somebody who's a little bit beyond that yokai mm-hmm. watch crowd and wants like a pokemon mm-hmm. experience while they're waiting for sun and moon like is it a good option i think it's a wonderful option yeah. i like this a lot more than yokai watch um i like the anime a lot more than the yokai watch anime which was like really yes. really yeah, really kitty. Like, i was kids, like yeah. mm. um it's not it is not weighed down by its story yeah it's not you're going to spend most of your time with the gameplay which is wonderful and the story isn't too kitty that you will be cringing a lot except sure. for random Monsties. nomenclature mm. like monsties but otherwise there's a oh the the cat character uh talks Palico. in um mm-hmm. yeah the, the palico um his name is navaru but he talks in all cat puns nice and uh they're actually really funny i like i like puns Meow, so if you like that? puns <sighs> <laughs> All right, it's time. We got to move on because we're conversation we're running out of time. Uh, I want to get to uh, to our uh, viewer and listener questions, but um, so the games we're playing, it's obvious what you're playing. Yeah, I want to get to it. I'm playing Samus Returns, really enjoying it. Yeah, you missed last week. We did a whole episode talking about anything else big that you're playing. I mean, Uh, we just got Axiom Verge. Yeah, we just got Axiom Verge uh, on Switch, uh, which is if you're a little upset that you can't play a Metroid game on your Switch right now, it's about as close as you're gonna get. Uh, It's really, really well made, made by one guy. Yep. Uh, The music is pretty spot on. It feels very closer to sort of NES, Super NES Metroid. Uh, I was yep. going to say, it, Axiom Verge has always felt to me like a spiritual successor to the original yes. Metroid. Yep. It's a little bit harder. It's a little bit more obtuse. Yeah. yeah. The weapons are weirder. Yeah. It's cool, though. It's uh-huh. cool. Fun um, I also messed with this game called Beach Buggy Racing, which is a port of an iPhone game. And I was like, this is going to be a stupid game. And I played it, and I was like, this is a surprisingly competent kart racing game. He played it with- for 25 hours, and then he was like, <laughs> 25 <laughs> hours in, yeah. Uh, so the cool thing about this game, and I know you're thinking, like, I have a kart racer on my Switch. It's called Mario Kart. This has a lot of like single player stuff in it that it's more akin to sort of like Diddy Kong Racing. Like there's boss fights, there's uh oh, like cool. target that's modes awesome. and stuff like that. There, you can level up your cart, you can unlock a bunch of different stuff like that. The art direction is not crazy, like mm. gr- great in the character des- design department. It feels like an iPhone game, but everything's unlocked from the jump. Uh, in, in terms of like not having to get microtransaction nonsense. So that's how I felt about Robonauts, which also yeah. you know that that's out um in Europe. Yeah, is it? yeah, yeah. The, uh, I, I'm not a big fan of the art design, but it has a clever gameplay mechanic of like it's a side-scrolling shooter on these polygonal um, spheres. You yeah. run around these planets. You can switch between planets when you get close. Feels like a 2D and, Mario Galaxy. Almost. Yeah, but yeah. it's all Ooh. about shooting. You jump over enemies and you try to uh, get collectibles, upgrade your weapons and stuff. Seems to be an interesting game. Yeah, it's really cool. If you're looking for sort of like a more arcadey 2D shooter game on your Switch, that one just launched too. Yep. Uh, Semispheres is a game I played for a little while. It's a top-down sort of puzzle game where you control uh two dimensions at the same time 
I'm using different Joy-Cons and it like completely broke my brain. <laughs> like it's very difficult. I think if you played it in two player, it might make more sense. Sort of like the way you can play Death Squared. Uh, when you play in single player, it gets very confusing and tricky and made me feel very stupid very quickly. Hmm. But, um, it's, it's cool. I'm going to keep going through it. Yeah. Um, and also Kingdom New Lands, which is a game that just launched. It's, uh, sort of a 2D side scrolling pixel art game, but, uh, it's not a platform or anything like that. You are building up a city that gets attacked at night. Uh, and you're just a king or a queen on a horse and you walk back and forth and drop coins on things until they grow and you hire archers and blacksmiths and stuff like that. And the pixel art is gorgeous. It's like some of the best I've ever seen on Switch. So, cool. uh, yeah, look up some videos for those if you're interested. Lots of cool stuff, stuff we didn't even cover, but, um, yeah. there's just so many games. Well, that's it. I mean, every week you could do an entire NVC just talking about the totally that come yeah. out every week. Yeah. But I did want to get to question block. Uh, we have a lot of fans who have burning questions for us in the last five minutes. You want to take away the, the first yeah, question? Yeah. So I pulled, uh, I pulled questions from the NVC Facebook, uh, forums this week. That's, uh, facebook.com slash groups slash NVC forums. Yep. Um, I know, Brian, you've previously pulled, uh, a lot of questions from the email. Yep. And uh, from, uh, our Twitter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so you YouTube next. <laughs> lots of ways to get your questions to us, uh, if you want to ask us questions. Um, okay. So first question comes from Joseph Dubay who says, do you have any fears about the Switch in 2018? We have a Kirby and a Yoshi game <laughs> slated for release, but will those be exciting as this year's lineup? Um, should Xenoblade 2 have been safe for 2018, or do you think that Nintendo has some tricks up their sleeves beside Prime 4, mm. Smash, Animal Crossing, Pikmin, etc.? So, if I could start, I think there's no way that Prime 4 is coming next year. Yeah. I don't think that that's, I think that's a 2019 game for sure. Yep. Um, we talked a little bit about the Zelda DLC moving to 2018. That could be like a nice little perk, a nice bonus for next year. But what do you think about the Switch lineup for next year? Well, I mean, I, I think Nintendo probably asked itself the same question and said should we push some of these games out to next year and i think they said no we have to prove that the switch is a viable platform with games to play in every genre every month no and i actually think they have more up their sleeve if you're just thinking about re-releases right like they're giving us pokin tournament just kind of like on the side i think that's going to happen again i think you'll see some re-releases from wii u or older next year i mean Smash Brothers is such an obvious title for 2018. That is the big elephant in the mm-hmm. room that they haven't mentioned at all yet. Yeah, totally. But there is Animal Crossing. And have you ever heard of a developer called Retro Studios? Yep, there's, there's that. There's no word yet on what, what they're, they're working, working on, on. And it doesn't sound like that's Prime 4, right? right? So there's another title in the woodworks. I think we'll see a bunch of stuff from 3DS sort of upported. All the games you mentioned earlier. I think we'll see a lot of stuff that we don't know about yet in terms of watching games like Odyssey grow. I don't think we're going to see that game launch in its entirety this fall. I think it'll be a complete package but i think we'll get some new dlc stuff next year yep. you'll see splatoon and arms continue to grow you'll see a bunch of their games that they launched this year i think we'll see more zelda stuff i'm hoping this gets delayed um and then i think more third parties are going to come in and really surprise us i think mm-hmm. that's yeah. like really turning around when when we heard about the system i'm one of the first people that said like it's not going to get the third party support uh and i still don't think it will get stuff like assassin's creed origins and stuff but it's going to get a, a bunch of games yeah i mean if you think about nintendo's core franchises like the obvious missing ones are smash brothers you know you're getting Kirby, Yoshi, all that kind of stuff, yeah. I think, as a no-brainer. There's some classic franchises like your 1080s and Wave Race and, Wave Race and F-Zeros really and Star Foxes and all that that could be making a return in some fashion. They're not the biggest sellers, but then there's Pikmin, too. And there, there may be a 2D Mario concept or a Mario Maker. Like they're, yeah. they're all these, they have such a deep well of games to go to that didn't sell on Wii U even that they could be bringing back. You know, I mean, think about just a Legend of Zelda special edition or a Metroid Prime trilogy pack, right? Like just bringing, that. bringing Wind Waker and Twilight Princess, all those remakes over to the Switch would be simple. Now that's not going to fill the gap for a lot of you who've already played those games, but I play mean, all this I stuff mean, from this year. Some pretty they- big names. If they add the ability to invert your camera in Wind Waker, I'll totally play that on the side. Yeah. That's, <laughs> you're one of those. That's a terrible, you know what? You get to read the next question just because of the sacks. <laughs> After that, I gotta run. They yep. had it, they had it in the original one. So last um, question, then we okay. gotta, we gotta leave Now here. that we're seeing continued strong sales of the system and AAA titles from third party developers getting ported to Switch, what other third party series do you think will get ported or Switch exclusive installments? Ooh. Um, and that comes from Chris Roman. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. Mm hmm. I, I, Brian just said that this probably wouldn't happen, which hurt my heart a little bit, but like, I would love to see Assassin's Creed on Switch. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I didn't say the franchise in general. I just yeah. don't think it'll run Origins. But. Uh, uh, Assassin's Creed AC, I mean, Ubisoft is obviously supporting the Switch yeah. a lot and mm-hmm. very heavily. And I think that, that bringing their, their, 
biggest franchise to Switch is sort of a no-brainer. Um, even if it's something like the Ezio Collection, like I'd love mm-hmm. to see that on Switch. Um, but I want, I want Star Wars. Yeah. Anything Star Wars. That, that, those are the big apps. I think uh, Activision Blizzard Hearthstone. Is a yeah, no-blainer, oh. no-blainer, no-brainer, no you know, or e- either that or Gwent or any of the yeah. other card games. Yeah. We talked about yeah. Plants for Zombies from EA before to um, Garden Warfare. But also, um, if you look at the performance of um, PUBG is kind of off the market, right? right. Because Xbox, Xbox locking thing, it down. Yeah. But Rainbow Six has been just have, has amazing concurrent player numbers. And Ubisoft seems to be – they seem to be in the in the – you know, in, in for Switch, so it's seeing some of those games would be really cool. Speaking of Activision, what if they brought Destiny to the Switch? Oh, stop it. That would be crazy. It's never happen. All right, guys, but we, we actually gotta run. We gotta jump on a phone call here and, uh, our, our friends aren't waiting for us. Thank you so much for tuning in to Nintendo Voice Chat. If you love the show, be sure to subscribe on iTunes, on YouTube, go to IGN and watch it there. Leave us a nice review on iTunes, new reviews. I'll, I'm gonna start reading them on the show, so, so, um, get your word in there. Um, we have have lots of other shows as well check out game scoop check out beyond check that check out unlocked and of course look at casey's amazing wikis um and uh we will see you next week hopefully there are not too many announcements so we can actually get to some of the topics we've been missing and wanted to talk about <laughs> enjoy see you next week thank you way out. bye Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.